my podcast. My podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harriet Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Well, a ho, ho, ho there, Jim Lad. Oh, I don't know where that voice has came from. I think I've got some people trapped in my larynx. Holy smokes. How will I smokes? There's another one. Oh, lordy. Oh, speaking of old lordy, the other day, did you say old lordy? Speaking of old lordy, my next door neighbour, old lordy. Oh, he's a gentle lover. No. <laughs> old lordy. So, I can't remember what I was talking about, but I was probably ranting about something, as per, hashtag, and, uh, why didn't you say hashtag as per, and you went as per, hashtag, so it just sounded weird and disjointed. Well, if disjointed is my only worry, then pass me the Codler Royal and let's get these joints lubricated. <laughs> Fucking hell, right, what's wrong with you? Do you know what, I feel really good actually, wasn't it? No, you've gone off a tangent and you didn't come back. Oh yeah, so oh lordy, I was walking, pa- uh, walking down the street with my brother. Do you know what, just remember this as well. When I was at school, I remember this girl, Charlotte Evans, made up this rap. She goes, walking down the street with some money, bought some drugs and felt real funny. Went to the party, fell on the floor, police came knocking at my door. Yeah, I remembered that. I don't know, I don't think that was her actually. I think she sang Wagon, wi- wagon Wheels, Wagon Wheels. That is tough to say. Wagon Wheels. Wagon Wheels rolling, people strolling, my brain clicking, people kissing. Yeah, we had this woman come and teach us about the World Wild West. The World Wild West. And uh, she's come up with that. God, I got so much nonsense in my head. Anyway, so me and my brother walking down the street, and then I was ranting and I said, Jesus Christ, and it was just as we were passing them, um, do you know, the Jehovah's Witnesses that just sit there with this, like, dead, fixed smile and glazed eyes just holding a leaflet, and I'm thinking, you can't be enjoying this. Like, the only people that must have conversations with them each day, I bet, are people that aren't really making much sense and might need a bit of help. I sometimes feel like having a chat with them, because sometimes when life is a bit like sad i think especially walking around in the city sometimes it's a bit depressing and then i don't know how real they are but when you see them smiling you know I've, i feel quite happy sometimes but i don't think i'm ever really I d- what i'm saying is i don't think i can be converted to a religious person i just think my ship in that has sailed but i'd never what's the word no i think it's a few words are it i'd never like um yeah judge people for their in fact, that comes to the first story. First of all, we'll say this though. When I lived in Birmingham, there was oh, I ever such a nice lady, and she had a great family. The guy used to I used to see the guy. I remember I saw the guy in um. When did I see him? I saw him on um Gay Pride in Birmingham. That was the last time I saw him. So he he was a cleaner, and but for Birmingham City Council, I think, and they had two two kids or three kids. They had two yeah two walking kids and one in a pushchair. Dawn and Pusher could walk, but just not yet. And anyway, so I'd wait for the bus with her. Chat, 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 chatting for months. This was when I lived, yeah, in the outskirts of Birmingham. God, in fact, what happened? Oh, yeah. 
So it's the Creslet Road in Burton. Well, it's more sort of Great Bar. Uh, and the other day, there were these people that were caught on camera and they were shopping in the Creslet Road Asda with, they'd, yeah, they'd robbed someone's credit card. And I was like, no way, I used to live there. And so I used to live, so well, I lived both places. So I lived Creslet Road first. And I mean, fucking hell, that was an absolute dive of a house. And this massive, like, fungus exploded from the dining room um, ceiling once. But did have a dining room. Never had a dining room before, and then you just have kitchen, living room. I don't people know what they have in their house. I'm the estate agent. What a bunch of cunts. I, I was that angry with the estate agent. She's trying to charge me for stuff that that was already like that when, when we got there. I lost my temper with him. I had this happy days clock. <laughs> You know, he fucking threw my clock at his head. I know, I'm, I'd am i need to not do shit like that, because he could have fucking pulled, called the police on me. But he wouldn't call the police on me, because he knows he's dodgy as fuck. And that's why I got so angry. And I've never done anything like well how many there are little there are little snippets of violence every so often in your life oh it's all right all right don't snitch me up i wanna snitch you up up oh yeah and then so then i moved from creswick road to booth lane which is that just the other side of the Asda. so then i used to walk from uh my house to the creswick road Asda through a park and then this swan always used to chase me and i think that is because i look like a swan I do look a bit like a swan, and swans, like, they find a partner, and then they're with them forever, aren't they? So I think that's what that swan was trying to do. Follow me to mate with me for life. So anyway, so then, so I always used to wait, because even when I moved to the other house, I still have the same bus stop. I don't like to change things up. And then this, uh, yeah, this lady, she, with these kids, she used to wait at the same bus stop. We'd chatting for months and months and months, and then, and then, bombshell... Turned out she was a Jehovah's Witness. And I think it was really good, actually, that we got chatting for quite a while before because you do think, isn't it? You'd, you'd think, oh, well, what am I going to have in common with a Jehovah's Witness? Plenty, as it happens. It's just what they believe, isn't it? Just like I don't particularly believe anything she does. That's it. That's That's one topic out of millions of topics. So... So yeah, so I think, and then, well, so then one day she gave me a leaflet and and literally the the thing on the front of the leaflet was something about, what was it? It was some definitely 100% something about, obviously I'm paraphrasing here, but para, Harriet, you know better than that, paragliding. Hmm. Yeah, something basically saying being gay is not, like, is not what God wanted sort of thing. Gays are bad, okay? Pretty much that. And then I thought, well, my mind's pretty much made up here. So I've just said to her, so I've seen that and I've gone to her. I can't really, like, my dad's gay and I love him. So I can't really read much more, to be honest. And she was cool as a cat about it. She went, do you know what, that's fair enough. And then... And then we, she didn't even, like, argue me on it or anything because I think maybe she... Has she seen my eyes? I was not budging. She knows her thing. I know my thing. 
my thing happens to be right. <laughs> no, where's her proof? No, I'm joking. Are you? Um, yeah, and then we carried on, and then we were still cool, cool as cats. So that's wicked. So the first story actually kind of ties it. Well, it does tie into that. Is this lady, uh, a Muslim lady called Nilufa Dahlia, and oh, it's really sad. So, so she's basically done this vlog that she's a mum. She wears a hijab, and she finds. That she's like, guys, it's just a piece of material. Finding that when I'm smiling at other mums at school and that, they're not smiling back. They all go for tea and dinner and do stuff, and and they don't want to do it with me. And that's really sad. I guess that's basically like what I've just said about the Jehovah's Witness. Maybe you know people have thought, well, what have I got in common? And you know, but it's just one thing, isn't it? And and the. the Watch the video. It is just brilliant. And it's proper funny as well. She's like, it's literally just a piece of material and it's great because if I'm having a fat day, I can cover up my belly. If I'm doing this, I can do that. And then she says as well, I can proper cover up if I'm breastfeeding. And then she, in the video, she goes, I'm breastfeeding right now. You don't even know. And then the baby's hand comes up. Oh, and I just, and so she set this like hijab challenge where just smile and be friendly to ladies wearing hijabs. I mean, I'm not being a dick, but I do that anyway. But the the sad thing about it is, like, hopefully if enough people do it and it's, you know, becomes, a, you know, a regular, well, how it should be, then it will change. But I found that when I do it, yeah, it's sad because I guess on the whole, ladies that wear hijabs aren't used to it. So when I've smiled at, at ladies in hijabs, they've just looked at me like, like I was crazy think it just probably took them took them back which is took them aback is that the right word took them took them back took them back took them back no it set them no took them off guard what am i saying am i saying what is what i'm saying right or wrong took them aback is that right Anyway, yeah, but the more people that smile and are nice, I mean, fucking people, it's people just living and with their kids, so fucking be friendly, just fucking smile at everyone, makes people's days better, honestly, no, because this this podcast is about mental health and that, and my mental health, and like, the, the, the smallest of things can just really just lift someone's spirits, like, you never know what someone's going through, like, I was having such a downtime yesterday, I fucking got in my head about a load of shit, and I was feeling really depressed, and in fact, yeah, and, and then this, this lovely lady, um, so followed me, Emma Williams, yeah, so, so, Emma, well, if you're listening, you wouldn't even have known how, so I was getting in my head about my preview, and then so I'm doing this thing about a badger, and I thought, oh, everyone's going to think it's racist, even though it's not, and because it's just a pun, and then there's a message at the end, but if they take offence, then you won't get the message at the end, and then blah, 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 blah. And then, I don't know, I just, I think the comedy is just, that people with mental health issues that do comedy, well, A, everyone has mental health issues that do that does comedy, I think, and, well, I'd say 90%. Any, anyway, I'm fucking waffling. So... So there, then I was chatting with her on the um, at bipolar happy pod on Twitter, 
just proper cheered me up and then I was like and then because we've been chatting for ages because it's pretty much the whole train train journey and when I got off I was just like oh I feel so much better now I just want to go do my show and, and the show went really well so thank you Emma Williams I really appreciate that genuinely and the whole point of what I'm fucking waff, waff, <laughs> waffling is if you just take not you Emma Williams you've done enough but <laughs> I'm joking if like anyone just takes like a second out to just like chat to someone and you, you just don't know how much that person might need that well this is a well, it's true though it's definitely true so i think it's good there's mental health awareness week and because there's an awful lot of mentals that's why it's a whole week and not a day do you know what i've started doing i read this thing i can't remember what it was but basically, this guy, years ago, this is a very odd story, actually. So, years ago, I'd left uni, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. And it was, as far as I knew, it was going to be the last Big Brother. It was it was the last one on Channel 4, and I thought, do you know what? Fuck it. I don't really know where my life's going at the minute. I'm going to go for it. And I got really far in it. I lived in the trial house. I think that's such a thing to say, like... To, to go, because I didn't get on the show and ruin my life. I just, um, I just like, yeah, just lived in the, in the trial house, did all the tasks. It was such an experience. Anyway, and there was this guy that I met in there that was also in the trial house, George. And it's weird, actually, because me and him didn't really get on that well in the house. But on Facebook and social media, I've... Like, I've gone through so many stages of culling people, and I've just never culled him. I just think a lot of what he says is is brilliant. Anyway, so so he put this thing up, saying, I hope you're sure he won't mind me reading it. So, for years, I used to tell myself I should be eating healthier, sleeping better, and exercising more. And then the next day, I'd eat a tub of hugging dass work at my desk all day, feeling like shit, and eventually fall asleep at three in the morning. Then, just before my daughter was born, I read about the Tomorrow Man theory in a novel by Chuck Hogan. The concept is simple. Every day when we go to sleep, we die. And the next day, when we wake up, we're reborn as a new person, all by the same person. This new today man has the opportunity to be someone different, to reach new heights and explore other realities. But he's stuck dealing with yesterday's man's shit, the unpaid bills, the fatigue, the sickness, the unfinished work, etc. And so he continues in pretty much the same vein as every other man before him, all of his former selves, gradually getting fatter or sicker or uglier or behind on his work. But the disciplined amongst us, those who truly care about their own well-being, live their life in a way that makes it easier for their tomorrow man or woman. They don't eat a tub of ice cream before bed. They don't drink those few extra glasses of whiskey or chug down that bottle of Sprite. They don't go to bed too late and they always complete their work in a timely manner. They're considerate of their tomorrow man. They know otherwise he'll have to pick up all the pieces causing more stress in the long run. They make sure to leave him with a healthy body, a clearer mind and a stronger foundation for him to succeed the next day. And then this tomorrow man does the same for his tomorrow man and the cycle continues 
and you'll see them until future man 10 years down the line feels great and looks great and has all the success in the world and all it takes is a few positive changes every day which accumulate over time it's the easiest and hardest thing to do and then he said anyway since reading that i decided to help out my tomorrow man i'd be eating healthier sleeping better working harder and exercising more to the point where I've lost so much weight that I googled dramatic weight loss the other day and briefly convinced myself I had cancer or AIDS, which I probably don't. Anyway, my point is, be nice to yourself. Don't be a today man, be a tomorrow man. Your future self will thank you for it. Don't you think that's great? And whether you believe that or whether you don't, or I think I woke up this morning so fucking sluggish I've started smoking again and I've noticed it's making my chest hurt and like my diet has just gone to shit. It's not easy eating well in comedy, you know, it really isn't. And was discipline as well. I if I really wanted to, I could like make pat lunch and all of that and I don't. So I'm trying so today I've got loads of veg, I've just made a curry and but like a good curry. Aubergines and courgettes, and oh, delicious it is. And um, yeah, so I, I just want, and do you know what? It might be all in my head, but I feel so. I seem to, every time I eat, like, if I eat quite a bit of garlic, it's like it just it's, it seems to be like a um, like an energy drink for me. Like, if I have, I don't drink it, but when I eat garlic, like, because I fucking pile it on in whenever I eat garlic, and it perks me right up. Bloody love the stuff. Anyway, hope I'm not. You know them people that can't smell it. Cause I never smell it really, so I'm probably stinking. Do you know what? Don't really give a fuck though. Love the stuff. So yeah, I'm just gonna try and. I mean, it's easy to say. So I'm gonna finish this pouch of baki. People be like, "Well, oh, if you were gonna do it now, but then it's just I fucking bought it. So I'm gonna send myself up off properly." And then hopefully, I think me and Marvin, you know, it's just so much easier if we both do it together. Yeah, and then back to healthy. Because usually as well, I smoke in Edinburgh. I don't really want to smoke in Edinburgh this year. I want to go all the whole hog of healthy eating. And so, yeah, I think amongst my waffle, there's... Oh, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you, I fucking can't stand Nicki Minaj, but she's done something really good. She paid off loads of students' debts. She said that she did this competition and then someone like tweeted her as a joke going, can you not just pay off my student debt? And she was like, deal, show me straight A's and I'll pay off your debt. And she did it with fucking loads of them. She got people DM her. Great. Uh, scorecards, is it? Is that what they call the micro school sheet? I don't know. And then she did it. She paid off her debts. Like some were hundreds, some were thousands. But it's funny because in the picture, talking about this, she's got this pink microphone in her hand and it proper looks like a dick. So you look at her and you're like, oh, yeah, bless you. You're still holding a big old pink dick. Um, Yeah, so I thought that was really good of her because I just can't stand her, to be honest. And as well, because I think what I when I look at her, I don't think of a positive role model at all. I see someone that's fucking pumped shit in their ass, in their lips, and fucking talking about constantly sitting on the dick and this. Oh, have it, we all squat on the dick, well, we do. Do you know what I mean? So, I just feel like this 
really positive, like positive role model shit. So it must be hard if you're a young person and you're still growing up. And I don't, I don't even know how old she is, but it must be hard if you're in the public eye and you're still going up, making your mistakes and stuff. But you're kind of not not allowed to because everything you don't do is just gonna be publicised. These podcasts are getting longer and longer and longer, aren't they? I think it's because I've just eaten garlic, so it's giving me longevity. Longevity and a libido like a whippet. Well, whippets horny? Who knows? Maybe I'll find out for you for next week, because I'm sure you want to know. Right, I'm going to go keep on chugging. Yeah, get in touch. That'd be nice. Tweet me on at bipolarhappypod on uh, on Twitter. Email me at don'tworrybipolarhappy at gmail.com if you've got a good story. Or if you just want to chat about anything, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. How I get so lonely. Look after each other. Please do. Walk around smiling. Walk around smiling. If you see someone, anyone, go, all right. (laughs) Try it. Thanks. Seriously, though. Do you know what, as well? There's some really positive blogs and things I've noticed written by people about mental health that are worth reading. So what I'll do is I'll put them on my... Twitter page, I'll share them and retweet the ones that I've seen that are really good and really positive and all that as well. Uh, and if you've got any, let me know. I always like reading stuff and, you know, different spin on stuff. Come on, Harriet, you're boring me. Right, I'm finishing my sentence, you fucking rude lady Godiva. Right, adios, amigos. All the best. Genuinely all the best. Cheers now, cheers. was my podcast my podcast thanks for listening download share tell your pal at the shop don't worry bye happy my podcast my podcast